Hello and welcome to the Power to Thrive podcast. This is the show that helps you overcome the barriers you have to becoming the best version of yourself and thriving in all aspects of your life. I am your host, Annie Brieu, and I'm here to help you uncover your ultimate truth and cheer you on on this journey we call life. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope that you enjoy the show. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Power to Thrive podcast. I am so excited to jump in and discuss everything to do about toxic relationships, uh, when to know that a relationship is actually toxic and when to leave it, uh, and also recognizing when, you know, a relationship isn't toxic, but sometimes people are just people. Today's a beautiful day where I am at. It's clear blue skies and it is so, so warm and I'm just in a great mood. I've just recently recovered from COVID, hence why last week's episode was canceled. I like literally couldn't even talk for like two weeks. I sounded so nasally. I still have a cough, so you might hear that this podcast is going to be like stopping and beginning quite a bit. Uh, Just got to get those coughs in. But regardless, I am back. I am feeling better than ever. Um... What's really funny, and I'm just going to mention quickly, I feel like sometimes we get sick because we're absolutely exhausted and our bodies need a break and like our immune systems are just done. And I really feel like that was the case for my boyfriend and I because he caught COVID, I ended up getting COVID, and then we ended up just taking some time off. I was really not feeling well at all. Um, So we took that time off and it ended up just becoming like the most relaxing time I got to clear my mind, rest, and recharge, and like, let me tell you, that is the best thing ever. Okay, so today, I was like so hesitant to actually come in and chat about this because I don't want to insult anybody, I don't want anybody to feel a certain way, but I think that it is such an essential thing to discuss, and that is getting rid of toxic relationships in your life. I think that, you know, there's a spectrum and sometimes I think that people are on one side of the spectrum and the other and one side of the spectrum is you allow everybody to take advantage, you're a people pleaser, you do anything that anybody wants, you keep those relationships that are hurting you and that are toxic and then there's the other end of the spectrum where people just delete and cancel everybody out all the time Um, And I just, I don't think that either end of the spectrum is really good. I think that, you know, to have healthy relationships and to feel good about yourself, there is a middle. But that means that, you know, it's really important to recognize when people are being toxic. And, you know, I'm 28 years old and in my life, you know, now I look back and I'm like, wow, you know, the way that I handled a lot of relationships, the way that I either held on to relationships or the way that I naturally, without, you know, actually consciously realizing it, would push people away because they were not making me feel good. Um, you know, like I look back and I just see so many different relationships and scenarios and situations. And I think that it's so important to discuss and recognize when people are being toxic and the way that we actually react to that. So first things first, I think that it's really important to know that, you know, there is a difference between someone who's actually toxic and that brings down your energy and somebody who is just, you know, people will be people. People are not perfect. People make mistakes. 
I think that it's important that you really kind of pull apart and see people's true heart, true intentions, true soul um, before really making that decision. But I am going to explain a situation of mine. And I'm not, obviously, I'm not going to say names. I'm not going to say anything like that. But I think that by sharing my story, this will probably help people kind of recognize these toxic relationships in their life. So I had some friends and, you know, every single time that I saw them, I didn't feel good. I didn't feel good at all to the point where like, you know, there would be comments that they made that they thought was super funny and it was honestly super hurtful. And, you know, they would jump to say that I was oversensitive. I was this, I was that. But really at the end of the day, these comments that they were making were just flat out insulting and real friends don't say those things. So I, you know, continued to hang out with these people and, you know, continued, made plans all the time, all of these things. And I knew like in my gut, I had a feeling and it just didn't feel right. So after many years of being friends with them, there was this one time where my boyfriend and I were going for a walk and we ended up you know, finishing the walk. It was like a nice walk throughout the whole entire walk. There was a lot of comments that were being made. There was a lot of things that, you know, were being made. And I think that somebody who was, you know, outside looking in might not be able to kind of pick it apart right away because there were so many under the table remarks. Um, and so when we finished our walk, I ended up getting in the car and at this point it had been enough years that, I was consistently picking apart that like, okay, I don't feel good. Like I just, in my gut, I don't feel well after I see these people. And so I got into the car with my boyfriend and I literally turned and I looked at him and I was like, I don't know why, but I do not feel good after I see them. Like this is a red flag. And obviously my boyfriend, who I always call him king of boundaries because he is just somebody who respects his boundaries so much. Like he does not care what anybody else thinks about absolutely anything he like, you know, does his own thing. And that's that, um, you know, and he was just like, you need to, you need to listen to that if that's something that you're feeling. And so I obviously ended up ignoring completely the feeling. And obviously these things started to reoccur over and over and over again. And these things have not just happened with, you know, these specific friends, there's been other, you know, situations, but I'm just using this example because I think that it's a good example to use. Um, but I continued to hang out with these friends and do things and consistently I didn't feel good. And so somebody recommended writing a pros and cons list when it came to the friendship. And, you know, I hear people recommend pros and cons list all the time, but I don't think that a lot of people actually do them properly. And what I think making you know a pros and cons list properly really means is actually tuning into the way that you feel a lot of the times we make pros and cons lists based off the things that you know might influence other people make other people feel good and not actually ourselves so i ended up like authentically writing out a pros and cons list to the point where like I meditated into the way that I felt. I really tuned in with the way that I felt and I like just went into it in the pros and cons list through my pros. You know, I wrote all of the reasons why that I like them, the reasons why I enjoy hanging out with them. And then I went into the cons list. 
And when I write my pros and cons list, sometimes one will have so many other, you know, like 10 versus five. But I don't actually think that it's the number of things that you write in your pros and cons list. But I think that there can be like one thing that you write in your cons list that might outweigh like five pros. And so those are the things that I was really trying to pick apart on. And so I went in wrote literally everything, tuned into the way that I felt. And I was able to realize that, unfortunately, these people don't make me feel good. These people do not make me feel better about myself. They don't make me want to strive for better in my life. And one of the biggest things, at least in this relationship, is that I felt like it was constant work Like I felt like it was a part-time job to maintain a friendship with these people. I felt as though that I needed to do certain things in order to continue to stay friends with these people. And that should be one of the biggest red flags. You shouldn't feel like it's a part-time job to maintain a friendship. At least now in my life, I've been able to realize that real friendships don't feel like work. Real friendships or relationships make you feel better about yourself. And I started to recognize that, you know, some people after I hang out with, I literally feel like I've, you know, gotten this high off of life. Like their energy is just, you know, spilling into me and I just feel so incredible versus other people that, you know, I'm less left overthinking a lot of the things that they've said questioning their intentions behind a lot of the things that they've said and questioning myself and that is such a huge thing when you sit there feeling you know attacked and you know don't let anybody tell you that you're too sensitive or you're oversensitive because I think I mean me being someone who is highly sensitive I also think that I'm highly intuitive and I think that those are very much linked up a lot of the times when people would tell me that I was highly sensitive and overthinking you know later on because the truth always comes out maybe it was a year later or two years later or months later I would end up finding out that whatever that I was feeling quote-unquote highly sensitive about ended up actually being a hundred percent true and what I was picking up on was a hundred percent true and so everybody was calling me highly sensitive because they're trying to protect themselves but really all of these things were a hundred percent attacks on me and so it took me a lot of time to really kind of pick up on these things and actually value my own intuition and value the way that I was feeling And you can't ever be wrong for the way that you feel about something. You can be wrong for, you know, your understanding of a situation. Uh, You know, maybe you are, you know, putting words in people's mouths, whatever that it might be. But you can never be wrong for the way that you feel. At no point in time can you ever be wrong for feeling a certain way. You might feel a certain way because you lack, you know, some information, whatever that it might be. But regardless, you can never be wrong for the way that you feel. And so, you know, time and time again, especially with, you know, these couple of friendships, I really was able to see that, okay, this is not good. Now, I felt at that time that I was stuck in this situation that I had to continue to be friends with, you know, these people. And so, you know, cue Annie being a complete people pleaser, but, you know, I still went above and beyond for them. I still did a hundred 
things for them. I still, you know, took so much time out of my schedule to dedicate to them, even though in my gut, I knew that this wasn't it. And so, you know, fast track, you know, months later, whatever, there ended up being a big situation that ended up actually blowing up. And through the situation, I was seriously able to, you know, tell that, okay, this is not it. This is not working and I need to end this friendship. And so, you know, I didn't end anything on bad terms because I just don't believe that, you know, you have to end things on really hostile terms. I think that, you know, people can be completely different. It doesn't mean that people, you know, it doesn't mean that this person is a bad person. It doesn't mean that they have bad intentions. It's just that, you know, it's better that we don't see each other all the time that we're not overly close friends because it wasn't feeling and you know feeding my soul and making me a better person and so it's funny because I find that with these friendships that aren't really truly you know making you feel better there will always be a situation that happens there's a blow up there's a miscommunication there's whatever that happens and I really believe that that is the universe's way of reaffirming how you feel it is reaffirming you know it's creating this situation for you to see and you know I've said this many times but I love you know the quote of you know, things are not happening to you, they're happening for you. And in every bad situation, it's important to see that, it, you know, even though that it might be tough and hard and stressful and you might cry over it, it might be hurtful, that, you know, certain things are happening for you and not to you. And, you know, after a big blow up, like I ended up really, you know, taking some time and then realizing that, oh my God, this situation, this person is not for me. This is happening. This, you know, blowout and all of these situations are happening for me to realize and finally break free from something that was holding me down. And it's so important to realize that like when you're consistently adding, you know, you're all of your energy is going into a friendship that is not making you feel better. And I'm not saying just a friendship. This could be a relationship. This could be like anybody. I'm not literally anybody. I'm not even going to put like a label onto it, but it can be literally anybody. If you are putting in all of this energy into, you know, this, I'm just going to call it a friendship relationship, whatever, but you know, you're spending time, you're not, you know, putting yourself first, all of these things, there's going to be things in your life that are not going to be happening that should be happening because you're investing so much time and energy into something that is not energetically connecting to you and feeling good for you. And, you know, I think it's my business coach. I feel like I always, like, I'm just gonna have to tag her, (laughs) but like, I always say these quotes from my business coach, but like, she always just says that like, if you are, you know, if, if you're spending time on something that is a hell no, that just means that you're saying no to something in your life that is a hell yes. And, you know, you really got to like kind of like sit and think about that because it's hard to see that when you're investing your time into something that is a hell no, that means that you're taking away time for something else that is a hell yes to be coming into your life. And so when I finally said hell no 
to this situation that was taking up so much time, so much energy, so much mental space, I literally felt like I had so much more time for the things that fuel me in life, that make me freaking happy. And then all of a sudden, when I said no, which I'm telling you, it's not easy to say no. It's not easy to have these boundaries up. But when I finally said no to this situation and was just like, this does not serve me. This is not good for me. It was like, the golden doors just like open and all of these opportunities and all of these situations and all of these people that honor me and make me feel good started to come to light and it was just honestly insane it was just like you know when people will say like oh my god like obviously Annie this would happen but it's funny because those people that I always say obviously Annie those are the people that also don't say no to the people that make them feel bad and I think that we are all victim to this we all say you know yes to relationships that we shouldn't so you know it's it was really just like such an eye-opening experience to literally just be like holy crap and you know, I'm just using one small example um, because I was able to like easily really pick up in this, you know, friendship that like literally every single time that I saw them, my gut literally was just like, like I felt like I could like throw up. So that one was like a very obvious one, but there are so many, you know, other situations that, you know, it is not a hell yes. Like, for example, you know, I always talk about my nine to five. I mean, I'm so grateful for the fact that like, you know, when I did work in corporate, I worked for a really, really great corporate company. So I feel like I really didn't get it nearly as bad as other people. But still, I'm going to use this as an example. When I was working in corporate, the amount of emotional energy that I spent stressing and being unhappy and overthinking after my work hours in regards to my work was literally a huge red flag that was just you know reaffirming that like this is not energetically at all for me and the same thing goes with friendships and relationships like if you were actually to calculate out how much time that you're spending with x person you know especially if they're not making you feel well all of a sudden it's like holy crap like you know, for example, for me, I was spending like 15 hours sometimes a week with this person. And, you know, you might say right off the bat after listening to my story, like, Annie, why the heck would you do that when you knew that this person wasn't, um, you know, making you feel good? But like, obviously, there were other benefits to the friendship that, you know, I really enjoyed and, you know, things that I like to do. But, you know, sometimes doing fun things, they're not fun if you're not enjoying the people that you're doing it with. It's not worth doing fun things, quote unquote, when you don't feel good with the person that you're doing it with, right? So it's important to look at all of the time that you're spending with these, you know, people and then to see how much more time that you could gain for yourself. And now if you're like me, like I constantly have, you know, FOMO, I always had FOMO growing up. Like it was just absolutely insane. I needed to have every single second in my calendar absolutely booked up so that I felt like I was doing all of these things. And, you know, I know that it's super hard when you first, you know, whether you're cutting somebody out or letting somebody go, 
it's insanely, insanely, insanely hard to go from being so busy, having, you know, going to do all of these things, you know, what might look like incredible on social media or whatever that I might be. It is super hard to go from all of that to feeling like you've lost and not, you know, now you're doing nothing or whatever that it is. But unfortunately, like, pain demands to be felt this is always something that I say and with any change in your life there's always going to be a feeling and you've got to feel that out and when you have a loss you've got to properly you know whether you're mourning that or going through that or whatever that it is you've got to go through that in order to get to the other side and if that means you know having a little bit of time of having to like really tune into and feel that, you know, loss of, you know, everything of that situation might be, even if, you know, people are like, well, how do you mourn a situation or a friendship or a relationship that wasn't making you feel good? Like it's still a loss and it's still not easy. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Right. But it's important to just kind of feel that and, you know, take the time to, really focus on starting to do the things that really make you feel good and I don't mean like getting drunk or getting high or buying things or whatever that it is but actually you know like if you for example have 15 extra hours per week after cutting out x person you know it's important that you start to dedicate things that are really going to fill up your cup because that's what you're going to need that is where you're going to get that energetic high that feeling that is fueling your soul and that is going to power you to continue to do better right? Like that is the thing that is so, so important. And now for example, for myself, like I really, really just tuned into meditation, writing, walking, reading, like all of these kinds of things. And it doesn't have to be the same thing for everybody, but for myself, this is exactly what I freaking needed. I needed that because I've never been the kind of person to really dedicate time to myself. I preach it all the time and I, you know, work really, really hard to do it, but it does not come naturally to me whatsoever. Now, so we've spoken about, you know, the toxic person that like does not make you feel good. You don't feel good. You spend time overthinking. Your gut feeling tells you that you shouldn't be around this person. You're stressed. You overthink, you know, you can't sleep at night thinking about that one flipping thing that they said. We've talked about that. Now let's talk about the person who sometimes doesn't say the right thing, um, you know, isn't perfect, but makes you feel like a queen, makes you feel freaking incredible, is there for you and proves themselves to you consistently. And, you know, I'm going to use another example of a friend who is very much like this. And it's so important to note that people are not perfect. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. Nobody is perfect. And no one is going to ever be the perfect friend. They're never going to be that perfect person. And so if you're trying to find that person that's filling your everything, you know, in whatever sense, then that's probably a sign that there's something internally that you need to fill up for yourself in order for you to kind of get that energetic match of a relationship that you're looking for. And what I mean by that is a lot of the times we're missing things internally and we go and try to look for that in other people. But 
you can't expect and have everything from people because everybody is different. Everybody has their own boundaries, their own restrictions, their own everything. And you can't, you know, put that onto somebody else and also expect somebody else to meet up to those expectations. And usually the reason is for why that we have these expectations, these restrictions, these feelings is usually because there is something internally that we're not filling up. There's something internally that isn't feeling good, that isn't, you know, energetically matching up. And, you know, I'm not going to come on here and tell you what it is for you and what to do with that. But, you know, all I can really say that if you're searching for that and if you're in that, you know, spot, which trust me, I've been there many, many, many times, it is really important for you to take some alone time and really connect in with the way that you feel. A lot of the time we are so overfilled with social media, YouTube, TV, movies, other people that there's so much noise. There's so much noise inside of our heads that we can't actually see what it is that we're truly feeling. And so if you're, you know, really searching for somebody right now to be matching all of these restrictions that you need, I'm telling you, take time for yourself and like take a good amount of time. And if that means taking like two hours to yourself to be in nature away from all the electricity, fuss, commotion and everything, then you need it. And when I say time for yourself, I do not mean watching TV. I do not mean going on your computer. I do not mean scrolling Pinterest. I do not mean any of that. Literally tune absolutely everything and everybody. Don't, you know, don't look for somebody else for their answers. Really take the time for yourself to actually figure out what the heck that it is that's going on in your brain. And then you should be able to start to pick apart the things that might be hurting you, some of the things that you might be needing. Because that is an unhealthy trait to have expectations so high for other people. So to just roll off of that, now, you know, these friendships, relationships, ex-people, whatever, it's really, really important, again, to be respecting other people's boundaries. You're never going to find somebody that is going to meet 100% every expectation because every single person is completely different. And that is the beauty of friendships and relationships is that when you feel authentic and whole and connected and strong within yourself, you are okay to respect the boundaries of other people. You are okay when, you know, certain things are not met because you feel strong, connected and whole within yourself and you're able to, you know, take whatever that it is with somebody else. And those are the most fulfilling and beautiful relationships. Those are the relationships that literally fill your cup and make you feel like the powerful freaking person that you truly are. And that is the important thing. And so I'm going to continue. I've been rambling on, but I'm going to continue on with this friendship. And so, you know, I, I'm, I feel very grateful because I do have a handful of friendships that, you know, they, they're truly, they, they fill my heart, but you know, these friendship, these people, they have, you know, their own restrictions. And so, you know, sometimes some of them suck at freaking responding, suck at communication, suck at making plans and sticking with them, suck at this, suck at that. But 
those aren't the things that are important. It, is it really important that, you know, one of my friends takes 15 hours to respond to me because she's so busy with work and everything else? No. Like at the end of the day, those are not the things that really truly matter. And, you know, this might be intense, but when I think about who are the people that are truly, really worth keeping in my life, I'm not going to lie, this might sound intense, but I'm just going to be freaking straight up and tell you, I really think about, okay, what am I going to think about the hour before I die? If I were to be on my deathbed, who are the people that truly make like my soul just light up on fire? Who are the people that, you know, just make me feel like, holy crap, this life is worth living. And when you really, really tune into that, as intense as that might think or might be, you know, that is when you start to really see, right? The people that lift you up, the people that, you know, something could happen and they'll be like, I'm right there. Like I'm here for you or call you and, you know, be there for you. Those are the relationships that mean everything. If you feel as though that, you know, you're talking to somebody and you feel that you can't fully talk about something or explain something, or you're afraid that a certain thing might happen if you say X, Y, Z, that's probably a red flag. That's a red flag, right? And again, to lean into the fact that every relationship has got restrictions because, you know, everybody's got boundaries. I think that, you know, there are some friends that, you know, are like just golden friendships that, you know, sometimes I can't talk about work and vent about work to them because they've never been self-employed and their advice is, you know, I'm not going to lie. And I don't even care if they listen to this. I love them. But their advice in regards to my self-employment and my stress when it comes to running a business and everything else, it's completely shit. But the reason why that their advice for that is completely shit isn't because that they're bad friends. It's literally because they have no understanding of the situation. And so they're trying to give me their best advice, even though that they have a complete lack of understanding. And so I kind of feel like fool on, like I'm a fool for, you know, even really expecting great advice from somebody that doesn't understand. And, you know, I once saw this quote that, no, no one can ever understand something. They can never fully understand something that they have ever gone through. And at first I was like, absolutely not. I can totally understand because I've gone through something similar. But then I really, really thought about it. And I was just like, okay, shit. Like, no, if you have not walked in those person's shoes, if you have not experienced the same thing, if you have not had the same upbringing and everything, then no, you cannot fully understand that person. And so, you know, if you feel a certain way when, you know, certain relationships, certain people try to, you know, give you advice or explain something, you know, that is just a boundary that you might need to have because you can still have a golden friendship, an incredible friendship, an incredible relationship with someone that just like truly honors respects and you know lifts your soul um but you know you might not be able to talk about work or you might not be able to talk about you know these things and you know I always say that we have certain relationships in our life for certain things and I mean at least for myself I don't personally think that you can have one relationship that fills up everything and if you do like freaking heck yeah that's amazing hold on to that but in my experience in life, 
There isn't. I have, you know, different relationships that feed different things in my soul. But really, you know, the common theme right now that I just keep bringing up is that I truly feel like certain people light up my soul. And, you know, I'm okay to deal with, you know, their faults because their faults are not things that bring me down, make me second guess myself make me question my my worth they don't you know question my or the value of our friendship or anything like that those are you know the things that you got to second guess but you know the people that it's just like you don't feel like it's a job to you know you got to call them this week or else they're not going to think that we're friends or oh my god I got to do this or I got to text them that remind them that I'm still their friend or else you know whatever that it might be like that is where the question is and I feel like I've just gone on for like half an hour going on to this but I really 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 think that this is just such an important thing and I you know the purpose of this podcast the reason why I created this podcast is because I want people to analyze and second guess and go into their brains and in their hearts and their souls and pick up on energetically what your own intuition and your body is telling you because a lot of the times we do shit that we don't feel good about and when you do things that you don't feel good about then other things in life start to go down. You waste your time on something that's not making you feel good and that means that something else that is wanting you know, to come in and that is going to make you feel good, you're saying no to that because you're wasting your time on something that is a hell-flippin' no. And so I hope that you know, I was able to like really kind of like go in and help you kind of recognize that it's your own emotion it's not really the thing like you know I mentioned like some of my best friends like they are like bless their soul they're disorganized as shit they are you know everywhere and (laughs) making plans sometimes is like pulling out wisdom teeth and you know this doesn't mean that they're shitty people it doesn't mean that they're shitty friends it doesn't mean that they don't care about me it just means that they're disorganized as shit like that's just that and yeah it's freaking annoying but you know I've been able to put in place again this is why boundaries are so freaking important um but like that's you know where my boundaries come into place with certain things right and so i i have those in place to protect myself and vice versa right and i think that every single relationship every single healthy relationship needs boundaries right there's no relationship that's boundaryless because i'm telling you if there ain't no boundaries there ain't no respect right somebody is <clears throat> you know going to be walked over Now, when is the right time to let go? Like I had mentioned with my, you know, one unhealthy, one of the unhealthy friendships that I've had, um, I knew like, it's actually sad for me to say this right now, but like I knew for years, I knew for years that this was not it, that this was not a friendship that, you know, was going to be long. And I had stressed, you know, maintaining this friendship and what would happen if I didn't have this friendship and one of the biggest things which is really funny is that I felt that if I was not friends with this person that I would lose all the other friends that I was friends with if this is something that you feel I am telling you this is the biggest damn red flag because if you don't hang out with one person and then other people don't want to be your friend because of that then they ain't your friends they are not the people that are making you feel good and that's a huge red flag and you got to pick up on that 
So, you know, that was one thing that I really, really felt. And so I held on to this friendship for literally years. And, you know, like I mentioned, I ended up having a whole situation that ended up blowing out. And it was just like such a hostile situation. Like I'm not even going to get into it, but it was such a hostile situation. And through this, I truly felt because I'm not going to lie. I actually prayed and you can do this. I literally prayed to God to help me let go of this relationship because I didn't know how to be on good terms with somebody and break it to them that I no longer really wanted to see them or be their friend. And you know, you can start to let it go lightly Unfortunately, this situation kind of ended up with a bang. I mean, I am on good terms with this person, but I have no real um, interest in, I guess, being overly close with them, just considering. And, you know, it doesn't mean that they're a bad person. It doesn't mean that they're mean. It doesn't mean that they're cruel. It's just that, you know, our relationship wasn't serving. It wasn't serving. And I think that this person can equally say the same thing about me. And that's not toxic. It doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. It doesn't mean that they're a bad person. It doesn't mean, you know, like I'm going to be seeing this person, um, you know, at events and things like that. And it doesn't mean that I have to be mean to this person. You know, like when I see them, hi, I hope you're doing well, blah, blah, blah. Like it doesn't have to always consistently end in this very toxic thing. Even though that there was a little hostile situation that ended up happening, I truly believe that this was the universe coming in and granting me an opportunity to let go because this was not serving me and so if you know you're in this situation where you're just like oh my god I don't want to stop being friends with this one person because four or five other people are no not going to hang out with me and this and that I mean I'm telling you right now take that time for yourself to really connect in and honor and just know what you're thinking because it's so damn hard to like really know what you're thinking when there's so much going on. So take that time, dedicate that time to just be by yourself. And I'm telling you for the first couple hours when you're trying to be by yourself and you don't have your phone and your computer and all these things, it ain't going to be easy, but I'm telling you continue to do it. And also, I mean, regardless okay I don't care what your religion is I say pray to God because that's you know what I do to me but if that's you know talk to the universe talk to your higher power whatever the hell that it is I'm telling you connect and pray and whatever that it is but connect to that higher power that you internally feel connected to and ask for a sign and ask for the guidance that you require to make this move because it's not easy and there's going to be a shift, but I'm telling you that the second that something ends in your life, there is going to be so much more room when you feel that pain and you go through it and you relax it out and you just like do it. I'm telling you, I'm literally telling you there's going to be so much room for the incredible things in your life. There's going to be the room for you to grow and extend and all of a sudden the people that love nurture and respect you will all of a sudden just come flooding in with open arms and you're going to feel better than you have ever felt in your life so i promise you gain the strength to do this gain you know the power and connect in and go through with it and do it so I'm not going to lie. I literally have like five other points <laughs> that I wanted to touch on. But, you know, I've always said that I want these episodes to, you know, be 
quicker than shorter and we're already at like 40 40 something minutes so you know just to kind of wrap it up I think that it's important to mention that you can nicely cut ties with people um, be strong and you know move away unfortunately sometimes people feel that there needs to be this big blow up and end in order to end it and you know I think that I'm going to leave that up to you to kind of decide on how you really want to do that but I think that the most important thing is to have boundaries respect other people's boundaries and your own boundaries and really tune into yourself and your own power because I'm telling you you know energetically you know the universe knows and so connect into that you feel that so that is all for today thank you so much for listening i honestly so so appreciate all of you tuning in and listening to this podcast this power to thrive podcast has honestly just been really a dream come true and a place for me to open up and you know energetically connect I think that I don't really share this part of me online especially on social media and all of these things and so um as I you know move into a stronger woman as I move into this better self I you know think it's super important to be really transparent about who I am and strong about that I've always been very very spiritual and I've always been very energetically connected and I want to share and open that and also you know connect in with all of you incredible incredible human beings um so I love you guys so much I hope that you have the best day ever and please let me know if this is something that serves you and makes you feel powerful because really at the end of the day, that is what is most important. So I love you all so, so much. Have the best day.